Welcome survivors, burnout community, and those just interested. It's Kelly Bubolt's owner, trainer, and burnout prevention mentor at KB Training Connections. Burnout is not taboo. It's our reality in this fast-paced society. But we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories. We're going to do something about it. So let's dig in. Well, thank you, Sarah, for joining us. Um, me and Sarah actually connected through a networking group, and I was really interested in her, her holistic services, but our stories are so similar yet so different, like anyone's burnout stories. So really, Sarah, let's start there because um, I think it's really important for the burnout community to hear these stories like I do um, in the community because we, it's such a lonely journey. Oh my gosh. I was just thinking that it really is like, who can you go to talk about and say that you're burned out from your job? Like I had my husband, (laughs) that was kind of it. Like, you know, there's just, just not a lot of people to go to. So I I'm happy to share my story. Yeah. So kind of talk about how you, how you even got here. Oh my gosh. Okay. So my background is in media sales. I work for a really large national broadcast company. I worked there for 23 years and I was a regional marketing manager. So I had two medium-sized markets that I was in charge of large account sales for, and I was really good at it. I'm sure a lot of you can relate, right? Like, you know, when, you know, you're good at something and something is clicking and that's great, right? Until what you're good at and what you love ends up being, you know, something you hate, (laughs) which is what ended up happening kind of with me is I, um, I just always had this propensity to want to achieve, which is great, right? But achieve at all costs, achieve at the cost of my mental, emotional, and physical health, a hundred percent. And so when I left, I was uh, 44 when I left my job and I had done really well that Um, I was able to leave it, fortunately. Uh, Not all of us have that that option. But even then, when I left, and I knew I had to, I was teetering on the edge of cancer, multiple sclerosis, stroke, MS. Yeah, I already said that. But I mean, it was was crazy, right? And um, so I knew I had to leave. I, I I love the people, but it was just time to go. And I really wish that I knew now what I knew then, because maybe I wouldn't have had to leave, right? Maybe I wouldn't have had to like, just do, you know, cut the cord, but, but that was my process. So I went on this healing journey to heal my body because I have this intuitive knowing if I stay in my job, I'm going to get cancer. Like that was my whole Like I just knew I had to leave my whole incentive. And so I started on this healing journey that involved yoga and becoming a yoga teacher. It involved um, homeopathics and supplements and being vegan. I was raw vegan for almost a year and then, and, and then vegan, then vegetarian. And now I'm more of an omnivore, but you know, I just did all these things to try to help myself. Right. Because I was having all these physical symptoms. I was constantly running on anxiety, but I didn't know it. I just thought it was high performance. So what looks like high performance to a lot of people often is some level of anxiety, completely unaware, you know, completely didn't know that that was a thing. And so I got to a point where I was doing better, dodged some really big bullets, uh, and then I continued on my healing journey with becoming a Yusumi Reiki master. And I actually did that at one point because 
I, I had such back problems. I had the yoga anymore. Um, it just, it just put me there. So I'm like, okay, I, this is something I can do and I'm drawn to it. So I became a UCB Reiki master teacher. Uh, I continued to hit physical, mental, emotional blocks as did my family and my children. And that's when I discovered spiritual response therapy, which took me to the next level. Uh, it got me mobile life and it got me aware. Um, I mean, it was just completely detoxing from all this stress and striving and all the stuff I had done over the 23 years of using my body merely as a tool for accomplishment, right? Not honoring it. Yeah. Um, you know, like people can learn that now, right. And not have such, you know, so much of a detox that I had to go through. And, um, I did it all. I mean, it was so great that I decided I, I would become trained to become a spiritual response therapy practitioner, then a spiritual restructuring practitioner where uh, we energetically adjust bones and organs and ligaments in the body and then becoming a medical intuitive. This was all part of my just my own desperate need to heal. I took all these courses. I took all this training. I paid all these people to do work on me because when I went to the doctors, they said I was fine. My scans looked great, by the way. They're like, you're really healthy. Okay, now you've got some food allergies. But other than that, you're like the picture of health. But we can see that you're having, you're having issues that we cannot explain. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I found this energy work. I didn't even know it existed. My holistic uh, practitioner said, you got to do this. So you're going to have some serious health problems. I'm like, okay, sure, I'll do it. It's fine. And just really threw myself into it, became a practitioner in all these modalities. And I did it for myself and my family. I didn't do it for uh, a business necessarily. Um, it wasn't the end game. The end game was I need to be healthy first. That's where it's at. And once I got to a certain point where I was feeling really good, I'm like, I have to share this right? because people don't know that this is a part of their health, mental, emotional, and physical. They know that exercise is a part of their health, right? They know that supplements and eating good food is a part of their health, right? And maybe having some spiritual connection in some way. But beyond that, people are not taught that there is an energetic part of us. We're actually all energy. I mean, Einstein proved that everything is energy. So we have to take care of that aspect of ourselves first because we can fix and prevent a lot of problems if we do that, if we know uh, practitioners, we can go and get energy work done. We can have, I mean, things removed from us that we never even knew were there. We just know, Hey, my back still hurts. And I don't know why. Right. I don't know why. So that's what I do for people is I remove these blocks they can't see. And it's a lot of times it's physical as it was with me, but many times also it's financial, emotional career, um, you know, relationships, um, just any obstacle that you have, um, this work that I do can remove those and make it better. Yeah. And I think you put it, you know, really in perspective when me and you met is you said life does not have to be this hard. Like if you feel like you're doing all the things and you aren't getting momentum, things aren't changing. It just seems like, uh, like there's these huge roadblocks, even though you're doing the right things. Um, that, that just clicked with me because there's so many of us high performers, caregivers, you know, people in burnout that are doing the things, but you're not recovering. Yeah. You're not getting there. 
And that's because you can't see this block. You know it's there. Because if you could see it, you'd remove it. You'd identify it and you'd remove it, but you don't know it's there. And it's often these negative emotions that uh, and negative stressors that we have over the course of our lifetime. It can even be from in the womb, right? Uh, over the course of our lifetime and even in past lives that carry over in the cellular DNA uh, that are downloaded from our soul, soul downloads into our body, everything we've ever done. So all these experiences are there, good and bad. And those bad ones that we haven't quite overcome, we end up repeating. We end up repeating and repeating and repeating. But if we clear the energy, we don't have to repeat the lesson, which is really great. It's like, okay, I've learned it. <laughs> Time to let that go and move on. So for a lot of people, it's, you know, sometimes they're, they've hit rock bottom with issues. Uh, such as I had, and that's how I found the work. But then there are other people that are high performers that want to level up. So they're doing okay, or maybe they're doing really well, but there's something in their life they're not happy about, mm -hmm. right? And so I work with a lot of those people as well. I work with a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs too. Yeah. So what's the difference between Reiki therapy and spiritual response therapy? Oh, yeah, really good, really good point. Well, Reiki uh, uses universal life force energy in a sense. It's something that we all have, but Reiki practitioners have been attuned to it, have it unlocked within them, and then they can flow it to themselves and other people. And what that does is it clears out your energy centers in your body. We have, I think it's like 114, what they call chakras or energy centers, but there are seven main ones. So with Reiki, we work with the energy centers, primarily the seven main ones that we may add on some others as we go through. And it can be done remotely or in person where hands are placed and energy is moved. Negative energy is moved out of the body so the body can heal and the energy centers can thrive and help the person do what the body's supposed to do, which is heal. Sometimes our body doesn't heal. We don't know why. One reason is energetic blocks. So, so that's a big uh, benefit of Reiki. We don't have to know uh, necessarily what uh, the negative situation is, although it may come up. Uh, people who experience Reiki often experience a peace they never have before. Uh, they finally can enter into rest and recovery. And they just notice that in their life, they start feeling happier. They start feeling better. It's just like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling better. And when you feel better, you do better. That old adage, right? Like you're a better mom, you're a better husband, you're a better, you know, employee, whatever, you're better at your job. So, um, so Reiki is a big part of what I do. And I also attune, I'm, I'm a Yusui Reiki master teacher. So I also attune people to level one, two, and three classes. And I do offer those classes on Zoom. So anywhere that you live, you can take these classes. Spiritual response therapy is uh, <laughs> rolling right along, uh, is another type of energy work that utilizes working with uh, the universe, God source, to get information to identify and clear negativity. So it might be negative emotions, it might be a negative past life, it might be negative patterns that you have. They're like, okay, we're just going to clear the energy. Because we all know, right, that we have different patterns in our lives. Like, why do we do that? <laughs> right. Why are we still doing that? And it's because there's energies running that make it hard for you not to. So, um, for example, uh, I had a client this week who they identified that they um, they would start things and then self-sabotage. Like they would get to a certain level and then they would self-sabotage so that they wouldn't be too successful because they were already so stressed out. Can anybody relate to that? Yeah, like, yep. I cannot take on one more thing, right? 
So we clear that so that they can, you know, have a, a, a much better chance of moving forward because you just never know what the solution might be. You know, you're in charge, right? You don't have to be, you know, you can be as busy as you want to be if you're an entrepreneur for the most part. So you can choose uh, what to do, but people get these crazy ideas, right? Like, oh my gosh, I better not be successful or I'm going to burn out. Yes. So, though, and, and that's because this person had had these energies for so long and had had burnout before that just, it, it's like a trauma that you're working with to, to help people clear and move fast. Yeah. And it's interesting perspective that you put on that because a lot of times um, the people that I work with in burnout like to reflect on their burnout crash because it, it shows them I'm not going back there, but, oh but that's going to keep them from ever leveling up as well, because they're not looking at potential and, and happiness. And it, it's a, the great word to use self-sabotage. Yeah, I went through it. I mean, when I left my job, I was very anti-business anything. And it's something that I loved. And through this work and through my own healing, I found my love of business again. And um, it lights me up and doing this work lights me up and I'm in control of it. I can decide who do I hire? How many clients do I take on? When do I want to take off? I can set those boundaries for myself that I know that are healthy. And be, it's because I've done the work on myself. It's because I've done the clearing in the past. I wouldn't have said that. I would have been like, no, like you're just a part of the machine that goes along and you're not. And when you set boundaries and you do those things and you stand in confidence with that, it gives other people permission to do the same. So in the, it's leading by example, right? So in the month of March, I took off, I think it was maybe it's either 17 or 20 days that I did not work in the month of March because I had family stuff going on. I had vacation. I had family coming in and out, a lot of things going on. And I said, I'm going to take this time. And you can, and it will, and it will work out. Things do tend to work out. Yeah. I'm glad you put it that way. Cause a lot of people think that we have to work all the time or we're going to get behind oh. and, and your to-do list will always be there. I've learned is I, I rarely work at night or check my email at night now because it's there in the morning. There's more stuff in the morning. <laughs> yes, that's true. And it's also a trap to think if I work harder and faster mm -hmm. that I'll get it done and then I'll be more ready for the next stuff that comes. But what that does is energetically, it draws that stuff to you. So then you end up being this hamster on a wheel because you're like, I'm always working. I'm trying to get ahead. I'm trying to get ahead. You know, I'm trying to, you know, anticipate. And you know, it's one thing you're going on vacation, you've got some real reason where you need to maybe work a little bit harder, um, you know, just to, to prepare. But if that is a way of life, you're putting out to the universe that more is always coming. And it's not always good more, right? We're not, <laughs> it's not manifest, sometimes it's manifesting problems. So it's better to know your boundaries, know where you are, know where you want to go, and then just make steady progress. Right. And another piece of boundaries is, is being grounded. And we've, mm. we've talked a lot in our burnout community about loss of identity and not even knowing what that means. Um, what is some advice you have to the burnout community on just steps to identify how to get grounded um, because they've been on this hamster wheel so long? I have learned and I have learned the hard way that um, you have to build white space into your calendar. Mm. 
And I tend to be an overscheduler anyway. I still am a recovering overscheduler in general. So I recognize that in myself, but I have, I learned again, um, the hard way recently, uh, coming into 2022 that I was overscheduling because it looked good on paper. But then after operating it for three months, I go, this is way too much. So I had to change how I was doing things. And it's, it's awareness, right? It's awareness that this is affecting your life. It's affecting your health. It's affecting your emotional and mental well-being, uh, not just your work, right? So build white space and give yourself more time than you think that you need um, is huge, I think. And that helps you be more grounded because we cannot always anticipate what's going to happen, you know, next day, next week. We have what's called the predictable future or the predictable near future where we, you know, we, you know, we know that likely we're going to do this and this and this next week. Right. But what we don't know is that the car might break down or what we don't know is that a kid might get sick mm-hmm. or something else may happen. And if we have no room to move at all or no room to either shimmy our schedule or even just to process maybe something really difficult that's happened, um, it ends up being a mess. We end up being a mess. So I find it's more sustainable if I just schedule a little bit, you know, a little bit less every week that if something comes up quite often, I've got enough room to move and I don't have to cancel everything. So it's actually more efficient, but it helps you get more grounded because you're really being mindful of how you're constructing your day. Um, There are a lot of other energetic tips too for grounding. Uh, Just really quickly, uh, going outside is grounding. Breath work, uh, you've heard of that, and yoga, that type of thing. Very grounding. Meditation is grounding. Eating root vegetables, anything that grows in the ground is grounding. So if you're feeling spring is a time where you're really up here and we're wanting to accomplish and uh, it can get really um, hairy for us, that grounding and, and having balance and being mindful of that is really important. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that, especially the white space, because I feel like if you do not schedule it, people will steal it. I mean, they'll, mm-hmm. and it's not that they intend to do it. It's just, it's, you're allowing them past the boundary because it hasn't been set. So um, I, you know, I, both of us probably were those people that worked through lunch, took the calls whenever and and then you wonder why they're calling you at night and it's because you allowed it. So I love that you said, you know, taking back control, which includes healthy boundaries and white space. I think those are simple changes you can do in the next 24 hours to, to allow yourself not only to heal, but give yourself some space um, in case the chaos and, um, and yeah. just processing. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you go down, you know, you could be sick for several weeks. I think we've all experienced that. Right. You know, and sometimes that's often due to, you know, too much stress and we're just not recovering. So long-term it's, it really is. I believe it really is more efficient. Plus you'll just be happier. Wouldn't you like to enjoy your day? Right. I want to enjoy my day. I don't want to just be, you know, gotta go, gotta grind and just spank everything out all the time. That is no way to live. You're not really living then. Again, you're just accomplishing. So find, if you need a white space in your calendar, you can pause for a moment and appreciate something, you know, outside that you see or appreciate another person who's come to talk to you or just, you know, you just feel happier and then you feel those happy vibes and those happy vibes aren't frivolous. That is really good medicine. 
it is really good for your health. And so it's, it's really worth it. Yeah, that's great. Well, what services um, can you offer the burnout community? I'll put your website in the show notes here, but yeah. what specific services do you think would be really helpful for people in burnout? Oh, definitely. Um, and, and I, and again, I love to talk to you guys cause I'm one of you, right? So I get what you're going through having gone through it myself. And so I offer a free 30 minute consultation and we get on zoom, uh, when we can or over the phone. And I just talk to you about what's working, what's not working and what I can do to help. So that's where I would start. And you can um, get my number off my website, riseenergetichealing.com, and that'll be posted, right? Yep. Kelly, so that'll be posted up. You'll see that in the show notes. And um, you can reach out to me there and then just send me a text or give me a call and I will uh, respond and we'll get you on the calendar. Uh, as far as um, what services I offer, I would do energetic clearings for you. Most of them are over Zoom. I would say 95%. I do have an office where people can come see me as well if that's what they would like to do. But for the most part, Zoom is great. And Zoom is great for the burnout community because you guys don't have to travel to get your healing. Yeah. You're on your lunch hour. Boom, you hit a button and you are one click. <coughs> Excuse me. You are one click away from getting the healing that you need. So uh, energy knows no time and space. So I can work on you and I can do the work uh, completely just like, you know, you are seeing and hearing me right now. Um, and then we would, in, during your discovery call, uh, which is what I call my 30 minute consultation, we would look at uh, specifically how I work and what I would recommend for you. But you always have the choice, right? You always have free will as to what you wanna do and how you want to proceed and tons of information guys on my website i always urge you to go take a look at that um, and look specifically on the tabs and look for the customer testimonials those will give you a really good range of the breadth of work that i do um, i work with people i work with animals i work with all different types of situations crazy situations some of them and some of them just really normal that you go yeah i i can relate to that I know you're not lazy, otherwise you wouldn't be here working on self-growth. Piecing together the puzzle is half the adventure, and finding energy towards your new habits is the other. Do not underestimate the strength in your actions. Check out videos on burnout tools to move from zombie mode to liveliness on my website. See you soon!